right, hey yo, Practice Indie lovers, and welcome to our Seeing Clear podcast series. This is going to be a six-session podcast series, well, plus this one, seven, to help you reflect on the past decade, to build on what you had set out maybe from the last year and your goals and who you are in this current moment to have the next best year of your life and then to build your legacy for the next 10 years and beyond. So we're going to be looking at the past, analyzing the present and setting vision and goals for the future over the next six sessions. And before we dive into that, I want to give a couple of guidelines and considerations for goal setting, why we do it, um, frame of mind to have while we do it and so forth. So you can find this content anywhere. I'm not making any any new stuff up and I would highly recommend looking at and looking to those who I have um, learned so much of this from. The first person I would definitely look into is a man named Michael Hyatt. He has a wonderful podcast, a great book called Your Best Year Ever and it's just a really insightful human being on um, setting goals and vision. The next person is Brian Tracy. He's an OG in the goal setting community and has tons of books, YouTube videos, you name it. Um, An excellent uh, person to dive in and, and check out. And then another old white dude who's really good at goals and vision is Stephen Covey. And I highly recommend The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People if you want a really great um, starting point of of living with purpose and intentionality. The last person I would mention is Don Miguel Ruiz, and he's the writer of The Four Agreements. So I read The Four Agreements at the beginning of every year, and I think no matter what you do with your goals, if you excel at all of them, if none of them happen, starting out with The Four Agreements is going to be pivotal in how you go forward. Um, So I want to just go through the four agreements really quickly because as you contemplate goals, think coming at them from this lens will drastically change how you write them. So the first one is be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. So when you're writing goals and vision, set them only for you and set them as clear as possible. Don't write things because you think the person next to you is reading your page. Don't write them because they look good. Be impeccable with your word. The second thing is don't take anything personally. Um, Setting goals is like having children. It's like your heart walking around outside of your body and you don't have a ton of agency once you put it down as to whether it's going to perfectly pan out or not. So don't take anything personally that that doesn't happen. And I'll talk a lot about the Bhagavad Gita, but this idea from a yogic lens that you know, we should act without attachment, that we got to show up, do the work in the world that we feel called to, and then know ultimately the outcome has nothing to do with us. It's a really difficult concept for people to grasp, but once you grasp it, it's so liberating. So don't take it personally if nothing, if nothing that you set out happens. It's all in service to your purpose. The third agreement is don't make assumptions. Uh, He says here, find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, 
and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. So don't make assumptions. And um, as we get into one of the further episodes about liberating truths and limiting beliefs, so much of our goals are contingent on our assumptions and really getting rid of them. And these these assumptions tend to be things that we believe about ourselves or the world that aren't true. So be willing to ask questions of yourself, of others, be willing to ask for help. If you feel like um, you know, one of my limiting beliefs is that I'm not smart enough, if that's really how I feel, then I can't make the assumption that that's true. What I've got to do is seek help. So over the last five years, I've pursued a ton of continuing education to dispel that rumor I've started for myself, and it's drastically changed the way that I view myself and, and that assumption about myself. So don't make assumptions. And the last and final agreement is always do your best. Show up and do the work. And again, back to the Bhagavad Gita, this podcast and this series in particular, we're coming at it from the yogic lens that you know, ultimately it has nothing to do with you accomplishing anything, but everything to do with you being super mindful and super conscious and awake on the journey. So while I hope this leads everyone to having the best year ever and the best decade and having living a life of legacy that you know improves the global climate and um and the world as we know it for all beings also we have to understand that all we can do is show up with conviction with tapas or austerity and discipline and then ultimately relinquish any grasping to what might come next so Try on the four agreements. Um, Some guidelines for how to engage with this podcast series. One, I recommend you do this sitting down with a pad of paper and a pen, either by yourself or in the company of people that are super close to you. So it may be useful as you do this to hit pause and like have a conversation with people about like, well, what do you think about that? Or as we you know think about the decade, maybe taking a pause to think about, well, what do you remember about the last 10 years? Um, so if you're listening to this in your car, I, that's a great thing. I would say listen to it once while you're driving and then sit back down and do it where you can write down and use the exercises. Um, another helpful thing will be to um, like have, especially as we go through the past, have things that will remind you. So maybe going through your Facebook after this and finding a picture of yourself from 10 years ago. On Spotify, there are uh, 20 teens um, uh, playlists, like maybe playing some music that will help jog your memory. And then as we go into visions and we go into more of the present and future thought, maybe playing some music that is generic. One of my favorite playlists is Lush Lofi. So when you pause and you're doing the exercises, play one of those playlists to help spark your imagination. Um, The third thing is to uh, check out the worksheets that we've made. So if you don't wanna use just blank pieces of paper, I do have worksheets that will go along with most of the exercises. So you can print those out and, uh, and do them. And then the last thing I'd say is just give yourself time to do this. I think this feel, it feels like a luxury to reflect, but ultimately going into my rules, um, which we'll talk about in a second, or kind of my whys of doing this, you know, we, We never care for ourselves because we think it's selfish, but actually this might be the most important thing you do for those you love and the world at large. 
So really give yourself the time, maybe in, uh, maybe two hours to get through all of this and really process and do the work. I will invite you, uh, right before I get into my rules and we dive into the content, I'll invite you to two different events and workshops that we're running here at Practice Indie that um, will help you embody your goals and your vision more and really get clear. So the first thing is December 6th through the 8th, we have Nataraj Chaitanya coming back. He is a fantastic teacher who's been practicing with gurus and swamis since he was a teenager. He's going to be coming uh, to teach us through the lens of tantric uh, yoga or Kashmir Shaivism, how we can embody our purpose utilizing the gifts we've been given in this life. So it's a very life-affirming um, viewpoint and we're going to go through different practices to help us embody who we want to be in the world and how we can use our yoga practice to um, to further our purpose on this earth. So highly recommend that. I'll put the link in our, um, in our, I guess they're called show notes uh, for, for how to get information on that. But it's December 6th through the 8th, 2019. The second thing I'd invite you to is January 1st of 2020. We'll be doing a community-wide goal setting. It's free to our members or $18 for a drop-in. We'll be basically going through this process, but I highly recommend that you do it both through this and there. Repetition is going to be key in you getting clear on what it is you want, who you are, and what you want to create in this world. So I'll close up with my three whys slash guidelines for this. The first is a drum roll. We are all going to die. If there's one certainty that I have in this world, it's that I'm going to die, you are going to die, we're all gonna die, and we don't have choice in when that happens, I guess, unless you live in Oregon. So, we're gonna die. And I know that sounds super macabre, but it's super critical to the piece of the puzzle of what it means to live with full intention, to live with uh, at our greatest capacity and to live in full alignment with who we are. Death is the greatest gift to life because it makes every day and every moment precious if we keep it in our memory. And the odd thing about being human is that we forget we're gonna die. We forget that this is not permanent. And uh, that's a big theme in the yoga practice is impermanence versus permanence. And so I set goals and I teach goal setting because I believe you are meant to be here and you are important and that there is a reason for your human birth. So you might as well give it your all and try to live to your fullest, highest potential. And just think about it. If we all lived more to our highest, fullest potential, what might that look like for the world? My husband and I just finished the uh, Bill Gates documentary series on Netflix and you know that man is living in his fullest potential and he's doing things like curing polio. And while there's a whole, you know, white privilege thing around the capacity that he's ha- that he has to be able to do what he's doing, you know, we all have some version of potential stripped of white privilege that we can fulfill on this earth. So I teach this because I believe every human being is here on purpose. And while we're here, we might as well give it our all. So that's the first thing. You're meant to be here and you living your purpose is only going to mean that the world will be a better place. Second, Hard doesn't equal bad, easy doesn't equal good. So when you start to write your vision and goals, the weirdest thing happens, usually shit starts to happen for you. (laughs) 
And that's super awesome. However, I am a perfect example of everything I've ever written down has come true. And my life is not easy. And I'm not happy all the time. And that is okay. It doesn't mean that it's it's bad. It doesn't, it also, I don't want to set you up for failure saying like you're all of a sudden, all your life's problems are going to be solved when you write down your vision and your goals. No, that's not true. What will happen is you will feel in alignment and you will start to make change and you will start to grapple with problems that actually excite you and challenge you. So get in your, get in into comfort with discomfort because being uncomfortable is actually the place where you're going to grow the most. Hard doesn't equal bad. Easy doesn't equal good. And as I was watching this Bill Gates documentary, you know, he's solving these major problems. And from the outside, it looks like this man has everything you could ever want. All the money, all the prestige, all the yada, yada, yada. But as his portfolio and, you know, money and resources grows, so do his problems. So there's never a perfect point where we're happy and nothing, you know, we aren't presented with any more challenges. Life, unless we decide to recede and become an ascetic, life will keep going and we will keep having challenges. So don't be disillusioned that the hard will go away. That's part of the journey and it doesn't equal bad. The last thing is write it down, write it down, write it down. Get a piece of paper and a pen. Do not type this out, but actually put pen to paper. You know, I guess you can't turn your device off, but try to minimize distractions and really write it down. Give yourself this time. If you're able, I would say, um, if you have a meditation and yoga practice, definitely keep that consistent as you go through this process. If you don't, I invite you to start a practice like that. If meditation or yoga does not uh, fit for you, maybe a journaling practice, running, walking, anything that can start to get you in a contemplative space, maybe do that a couple of days prior to starting this. Or if you're like, nope, I'm jumping jumping in today, just know that uh, the more we practice self-reflection, the easier it becomes to bring the unconscious to the conscious. And um, easy is probably too soft of a word, but it becomes, I guess it becomes more efficient to be able to start to look at, ooh, that's a glaring pattern that I didn't see before when you engage in practices that encourage you flexing the muscle of reflection more often. So Try to add in meditation, yoga, walking, running, anything that can just help you start to internally reflect on yourself more will make this process more effective. All right, so there you have it. There are my rules. There are some uh, folks to check out. I am not uh, inventing this content. It is all someone else's. I just hope that perhaps from the lens of yoga, uh, from, from me, if you know me as a person, it is helpful to help you really start to craft the life you want to live and see clearly into who you deserve to be and who you already can be in this world. So with that, Let's get started.